Welcome back to episode 23 of the Run Culture podcast. Today, I catch up again with Jess Dunsmore, one of the athletes I coach for the Run Culture Hours, and we talk about the last month or so of his track season. So he went on and did the 1500 and um, went really well in the 1500. Um, And he also did the Steigen 1 meet in the later in the year where he ran for Team Morton. Today, more importantly, he broke the Hastings Park Run record. So I ran with him and Pete Dutton and Pete Dutton also ran fantastically. And uh, yeah, we talk about that as well. So it's just a good catch up about how he went in his 1500 and 3K later in the season and now what his goals are for the back end of the track season after a small break that he's just had. So now he's going to aim for some shorter stuff. But I'll let him talk about that. Here it is, Jess Dunsmore. All right, another catch up with Jess Dunsmore. And um, I want to introduce him as the Hastings Parkron record holder. Well done today. Oh, thank you. Was, <laughs> yeah, went, was going for it, so... Went out hard early, try and get some time on it. Faded a bit second lap, but just managed to hold on. It's great. So fifteen forty one now. Yeah. It's good that you only took a few seconds off so that you can get it again, or someone can get it yeah, again. Matt can take it back. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. left it open, so it keeps it interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no, you ran really well, and you just come off two a, a two weeks where we sort of tried to make sure that you have a bit of a mental break and not focus on uh, really hard track sessions where you have to worry about hitting splits and everything. Um, but you had a great end of the year. So last time we caught up was in November and you just run a great 5K and achieved your goal where you broke 15 minutes for the first time. And we, we finished that podcast with the idea of we're going to focus on the 1500 now. Uh, how did that go? T- tell us about uh, your first 1500. You did, a, did one at the White Horse Classic yep. um, at the end of November, the 28th of November. How'd that race go? Yeah, the goal was to break four minutes, which is, I guess, another one of those barriers. So the, I got into a pretty good heat. Like, a lot of the guys in it were capable of going under four, so... I knew it was a, a good chance for it. Um, went out in a 61 first lap. So, so pretty quick. Yeah, way under what I was aiming for. And you got right on the rail, which was really impressive. Like you uh, made yeah. sure you put yourself in the race. Like I think at that point you were about fourth or, or so on the rail. Yeah, about fourth. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was... A slow second lap, so 69. So yeah. ended up being outside. Because you need to, 64s or under yeah, to break 60, four, don't you? Yeah, 64 second laps. And then went through the valley in three minutes and sort of, <laughs> in my mind, it was probably not going to happen. Yep. But yep. ended up getting into the home straight and saw it was reasonably close and ended yep. up Missing out by point four. Yeah, and you, yeah. you finished really well that last hundred. You could tell you were looking at the clock and <laughs> yeah. looking at a few of the guys in front of you. And you had a really good sprint that last hundred. Um, 
but yeah, got got so close and, and didn't quite dip under the four. What was it? Four minutes point four. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for about fifth place or. Uh sixth in the end. Or sixth, yeah. Um, what were you thinking after that? Uh, I still felt okay. So I knew there was a lot left in the tank, which was promising. Yep. So and I also had in my mind that we were doing another fifteen the week after. Yep. So. At Miles Club. Yeah, exactly. And so on the 10th of December, you went back to, um, yeah, or you did the Vic Miles Club, so this time the 1500. Um, in in that little period, um, Lockie jumped in for a few sessions with you, and one yeah. session in particular I remember I was really impressed with. Like, you did um, a couple of 800s, and in between those 800s, you did some 300s. Um, so yeah. you did, like an 800 flat out, um, like pretty quick. And then you, um, had a bit of a break and then you did three, three hundreds and then you did that again. Tell us about that session. It was, um, yeah, lots of lactic involved. Yeah. 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 But it was good having lock there for company. Um, it was at the, the new track in Mornington. So civic reserve. Yeah. What do you think of that track? Uh, it be pretty windy, but yeah, it's a pretty good surface compared to Frankston, which is a bit more worn down. Yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit newer yeah. and fresher. Yeah, it's a bit newer, yeah. But yeah, right, it's a bit exposed at the moment. Like, it'd be good one day when they get a stand and try yeah. to... Um, have a few mates there, maybe. Yeah, yep. But then I guess a lot of people have to travel to get to the Mornington, so... Yeah, true, but it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then... So that session, what splits did you do? Uh, Can you remember? The first eight was 203, and then the 300s were 47, 45, 45. Yep. And then for the second set, it was 209 for the eight, and then 45, 42, 41. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that that last uh, 300, um, and... You were both Lucky. going hammer yeah. and tong, and yeah, it looked very impressive seeing you guys go that quick. Um, that quicksand feeling. Yeah. Last hundred, yeah. Yeah. No, it was good, and that that's exactly what you want to feel um, when you're training for fifteen hundred, because it's that that ability to be able to run through that and um, tolerate tolerate that lactic. Um, so then on to the tenth of December when you did that Myers Club, you were in the B division. Uh, for the 1500 and you were with Lockie, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, your training mate. Uh, and I'll put a link of that race cause the video footage of that race was really cool. And I had a few people message me about that race cause the way you guys ran it was awesome. It was a really good spectacle to watch. Uh, tell us about that race. Yeah. I tried to put myself up near the front early. Yep. Uh, try and just settle into it which was panning out pretty well, I think. Um, it was Johnny Guzman leading yep. the first two laps and they were perfectly paced through 800. Yep. So, and then settled around to the bell and then got to 300 to go and all of a sudden <laughs> Lockie's flown around the outside yeah. like a rocket. <laughs> yeah, he just absolutely yeah. went, didn't he? He, he was about <laughs> fifth and he just took one step right 
got into yeah. lane lane two and then just um all of a sudden sprinted twenty meters in the lead. Yeah, yeah. and it was um awesome to watch because the camera just caught it and then yeah. it was right in front of the whole back straight um of the crowd. Um and it almost looked planned because you went with him. Yeah, yeah. well I was yeah. sort of um stuck on the inside and when Lockie went, the guy on my outside sort of tried to go with him which made an opening yep. to get around and try and chase him down yeah that was great um so when you saw Lockie go obviously you you've um you know what Lockie's um capable of in training and yep. you know that you're very level and even and you have been for a number of years so did you see Lockie and you're like well if Lockie can do it I can do it oh oh uh, or like what yeah. what was going through your head or is it just instinct? Like Well I wanted to beat him. So. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that that that's it, like and, yeah. and I, I think like everyone's got those little friendly rivalries, yeah. um and and you know, then you've got bragging rights. Yeah. Um so yeah, and then tell us about the last three hundred. Uh yeah, well I was slowly gaining and got onto his heels. About one twenty to go, and then, um, I think he heard me because he <laughs> put his head down and <laughs> found another gear and just um went away in the last hundred. But yeah, both ended up going under four both for the first time. So it was so good, and yeah, that that last that, that last lap, like um, uh, like I'm I'm pr- pretty sure like. You know, it was well under 60. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, it definitely was for yeah, Lockie. Lockie like, was about 58 and then I was yeah. about 59. Roughly, yeah. So. Um, so to be able to do that on the last lap, uh, uh, you know, is, is fantastic. And yeah, you're right. Lockie just seems to look down and <laughs> yeah. looks at his legs and he sort of, yeah. Push, Makes them go faster. Yeah, pushes <laughs> like his turbo button. And yeah, they go and they, he finds another gear. Um, so it was really impressive and it definitely made me proud as, as a coach, like, um, watching it, like seeing you guys, um, achieve a a goal like that, because, um, you know, breaking four minutes for the first time, you always remember that, that moment, um, for the 1500 is, it's quite kind of that landmark time. So pretty special to both do it together and to both sort of be vying for, um, first, second place. Um, yeah. Both in with a chance. Yeah, um, uh, so you obviously felt pretty good. You broke yet another barrier and meant that you achieved another goal for the season. Um, yeah, yeah. Was, the goals going in were sub fifteen five k. Yep. Um, sub four fifteen and sub eight forty three k. Yep. So. so that brought us on to Steigen spectacular the Steigen meet, uh, yep. where there was a Steigen one. Um, new concept where they did the um 3k into the mile into the 800 into the 400 where it was an elimination race and you'd been drafted by the morton team uh yeah the the great thing was that ben was like the coach of the morton team was like okay jess i just want you to run a flat out 3k and do as as best you can so it gave you another chance to to break that 840 yeah it was massive field 40 people uh, drafted in the men and forty for the women, and um. You made a hundred bucks, didn't you? Yeah, hundred bucks for making the start line. It was great event. Like the team atmosphere was really good. So yeah, and also you 
because there's so, I don't know, because there was a lot, so much involved, it kind of felt like it was a bit bigger than your regular yep. race. Yeah, yeah, nice. So it just added that extra element. And I think also running for a team um, is pretty yeah. special in running. Um, like it, it, it just, um, it makes you go better. Like, I, like you would have experienced it too. Like when, whatever relay you run, you yeah. run a little bit extra. Um, you give it a little bit more. Um, it's a bit more on the one. Yeah, so. yeah. It's not just your own, your own, your own goal. So you just find that little bit extra. Um, uh, yeah, with the meet, um, tell us how that race went. Um. Yep. Yeah, so the three k was uh, it was pretty scrappy. Um which you'd expect with 40 people on the track. Um, yep. I sort of got caught out near the, closer to the back early, um, which was okay because the pace was still solid. Um, and then it's pretty much just try and hold on from there. Yep, yep. Um, I probably wasn't happy tactically yeah. with how I raced. I probably would have tried to throw it out there a bit more earlier you were running pretty wide weren't you you were sort of stuck uh yeah stuck running wide and that 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 definitely can add a bit of distance on each lap so um yeah and that's that's the hard thing like you say about like a start like like off the start if you're in a rough position then it's kind of hard to find a good position you just seem to be stuck wide in, a, in especially in a in a field of 40 yeah of such good caliber runners like Oh yeah, those a lot of those people that were lining up were had PVs a lot faster than mine. So yeah, yeah, it was pretty special to line up against some of them. So. It was an amazing meet to be a part of. Um, and wasn't there about twenty guys just ahead of you at the end? Um. Oh, there was a. So half the field got eliminated from each race. So the top twenty would go through to the mile. Um. There was a few that finished early, and then there was a massive pack of about six lanes wide of yeah. <laughs> people trying to figure out how they can finish just inside top 20. Yep. Um, and I was a bit behind that, so yep. they were about 8.30, and I was 8.37. Yeah, so, so you, did, you, you, know, you did a massive PB, like three, yeah. three-second PB, um, in a really like a you know tough race because I heard it was pretty physical out there and and you were sort of shuffled wide um yeah and it's, you know it must have been um like you sort of mentioned it before awesome to be part of that team uh yeah. by the end of the meet like once um they ran all the races and Geordie Williams ended up winning the men's um uh Sarah Billings. Yeah, Sarah Billings beat yeah. Lyndon Hall um, in the women's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lyndon Hall was Morton. Yeah, so Lyndon yeah. was part of your team. Uh, uh, yeah. Big, yeah. Big points get off there. Yeah. It's helped. Um, and then you had a late ring in into your team as well. Um, uh, yeah. Um, Lockie Barber came in yeah. for Liam Cashin, who yeah. um, came in a bit under the weather. So Okay. Um, decided to... Um, pull the pin with sort of fluey kind of symptoms, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so, 
you guys like ended up getting Lockie Barber, um, who ran really well because he made the oh, four hundred. Yeah, the four hundred. Yeah. yeah, ended up yeah. fourth overall. So it was, yeah, so he got a lot of points for you guys. Um, yeah, he was another big points getter. And so by the end of the meet, you found out about a day later that there was only a point separating first and second, and a point separating second and third. Where did you guys come? Uh, second, so one point from the win. <laughs> but, oh, and why was that so important? Like, cause um, oh, there was yeah. prize money for first for the company. Yep. Um, and the athletes as well. Yep. So, so would have you won about a grand? Or? Yeah, I think yeah. it was $875. So, yeah, just so, missed out. So And one point was, like you said before... One place in was the one place. So, yeah. so, like, it was a difference between, um, yeah, you know, you know, Linden going one place um, ahead or you going one place ahead. But that's yeah. just so marginal, isn't it? Um, yeah, but I yeah. can't change anything now so oh the, yeah the exactly and you've done a th- one yeah. you've done a three second pb and that's just running isn't it like yeah. um you know sometimes it's you know point one of a second that separates first and second and that's just the nature of the sport that's what makes it exciting um yeah. hopefully so, they do it again next year though i think yeah louis rowan um and, and dom godfrey who are the brains behind it i think they're pretty keen to promote athletics um so yeah, I, I think that from what I heard, they're already you know going about oh how do we make this meet better and and really being receptive to feedback. Um, yeah. uh, would you have any other feedback for for the event? Uh, uh, I think it was run pretty well. Yeah. Like, it's always going to be tricky to that first year. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, and um. Like I think, like getting like, maybe the finishing, yeah, the order, the order, the orders sorted out on the day, and then having maybe a scoreboard, like a live scoreboard, during the meet, so you can get yeah. the, everyone really excited, and you can everyone's really on par and knows what team's coming where. Um, if yeah. it, like they intended to live stream the draft, but had a few, I think technical difficulties so yeah, maybe get that down next year as well. But even that whole idea was awesome. I thought too. Yeah, like the draft I, system. I read a lot and heard a lot of banter about like, um, oh, you should pick this guy because they're going well, or yeah. don't pick this guy or this person because they're struggling at the moment. Um, the mind games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that that really adds to it, and um, that it it just it um makes it a bit more to it, you know. Like um, it makes everyone sort of feel like they're part of a team and. They're going for someone, and, and that's what you need in athletics. That creates interest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, how was all the... So with the money, so the coaches, obviously, they they paid for naming rights, wasn't it? So that's how the num- uh, the prize think, money was raised? Yeah, the businesses yeah. had to pay to put the company into the event. Yep. And then they nominate a coach on behalf of the company. Yep. Sometimes it was um, someone in the company or sometimes someone else. Completely, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I understood that it was about $3,000 to have naming rights. Um, So, like, yeah, yeah, I think that's how, like, and that was great to have um, that amount of prize money um, in a meet because that's what, I suppose, um, you know, athletics also needs. It it needs that 
that general interest from the public because it is a, a really good sport, uh, yeah. but it just doesn't get the um, same attention that other sports do. And I think this kind of concept is really good going forward because um, it kind of, I reckon it sort of emulates in a small scale that Japanese model. Uh, where they've, yeah, type. they've got the corporate oh, yeah. teams where the that um, everyone's running for you know a certain business and those businesses you know throw money at it. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, they can pretty much be full time. Um, yeah, they're pretty much full time yeah. runners, aren't they? Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, that that was and that that just capped up for me as your coach, Jess, like an awesome athletic season already. Yeah, so, so all the yeah. goals that. Yeah, wanted were met. So yeah, and it just shows because you've been incredibly consistent and you put in a great winter, um, and and then you sort of ticked every box in terms of training and didn't miss a session. Like it just shows what if you can be consistent, um, and and you did that achieve that through going really well with uni as well. Like you got fantastic marks with your score with your um with your um engineering, um so yeah you've done really well and you haven't been that sick that much because. In the past, yeah. um, that was one of your downfalls. You you te- seem to get sick a fair bit. Yeah, well, ever since you've uh, recommended probiotics, so <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a problem since. So yeah, yeah, maybe um, it's what I needed. Well, I mean, yeah. I I was pretty similar to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. W- when I started having um a bit more kombucha and probiotics, um. my um, immune system definitely improved so it sounds silly but I think there's a small element to it and not everyone's the same but um and and you're definitely being good at ticking off the basics in terms of trying to get better with the sleep patterns and um uh and then also I think we've been pretty receptive when you are feeling tired backing off um so it's been been a good year adjusting the sessions yeah yeah adjusting when we need to um, not just, you know, keeping going because that's what we planned. Uh, so now we've had like a bit of a mini mid-season break, but it's not what a lot of people would know as a break. Um, like you've still run um, just day. about every day um, uh, and you've still done sessions, but we've probably yeah. like um, tried to get you training at a lower intensity and, yeah. and not put too much um, pressure on, oh, you've got to do this, this and this in this session yeah um so yeah they've been about 30 seconds per k slower than what they were before so yeah exactly so it's it's kind of like you've trained at you still kept training but you've just sort of taken the edge off a little bit and and i think that was almost as much a mental refresh um over the christmas period and after such a great front half of the year just because we know our season can be quite long like we're just talking about it before we've planned the next sort of three months and you know you know yeah. another three months of track season yeah yeah so we'll switch it up again yeah so yeah so tell us about what what we've just talked about um what are we thinking now well yeah. since we've progressed from 5k to 3k to 1500 it sort of makes sense to yep. keep working down and yep work on a eight fifteen. yep type of um schedule so yeah so for um january we've sort of penciled in um uh some 800 meter races um three 800 meters races and and we really want to focus on um improving your lactic tolerance um so in the past and i remember when i first started coaching you sort of like oh 
I always get overtaken in the last hundred. hundred like, meters, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's even been a bit of a pattern in this season. Like yeah. you, you've had some fantastic races and, you, and the amount of times that you've come second, third, fourth and fifth, like I think that's yeah. where you've come just about every time. Um, yeah, except for that Steigen one, which was yeah. an amazing field. Um, so you've always and been... And one six in the... 1500 oh, yeah. most of them have been but even that top, sixth, top three, so yeah that sixth yeah. you're right there like yeah. it, it just seemed like you you're, you're there but then you're just lacking that little little change of gears and i think it'd just be interesting to see if there's something that we can do and if we just change our focus a little bit and and just because uh, I, I always remember um uh way back like 10 years ago or even more like Collis birmingham suddenly like I knew him as a distance runner and then one season he just went 800 800 800 1500 800 1500 and um from there it really progressed his running because it just added another string to his bow um so yeah I I think it'd be interesting and fun because it's just something different if you just keep doing the same thing it can get mentally tiring and you can get a bit over it and burnt out and, and you start um yeah just sort of going through the motions a bit so yeah yeah, um, we're penciled in, um, yeah, a couple of Shield 800-meter races and then um, maybe that Box Hill Classic at the end of January. Yep. Um, and what's what's the goal? Like, I know... The, the, and look, it, you've achieved all your goals and sometimes we don't achieve our goals, but what have we sort of said, okay, well, what are we going to... Like, to take the next step, like, what are we just going to put out there? And, you know, goals are meant to be hard. Well, for the national athletics championships they have um qualifiers for the open races for under 23 athletes which are slightly easier so yep for the 800 it's 154 and for the 1500 it's 355 yep so we'll go for them yeah see what happens exactly like and you got nothing to lose because you've already had a great season. So it's um, and we've also like I also reckon the idea of 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 you know taking a step down and focusing on the shorter stuff is you've 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 put like a fantastic base in, and then you've achieved all your goals. And then now for you to reset and and actually think the next goals are achievable, I think you've got to work from the 800 up and then if you suddenly can go okay my pb is no longer 159 for the 800 and if it's suddenly a 155 156 154 um it's going to help you have the belief that for 1500 you can become a 355 or quicker guy um and then the same thing happens in the 3k um you know it makes you believe you can break 830 um and and be an 820 odd guy and then once you do that, it makes you believe you can break nine minutes for the steeple, 3K yeah. steeple. Um, yeah, because I've always yeah. previously yeah. Um, considered myself as a steepler, so... Yeah. Like, um, not as much of a flat runner. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's a lot more there on the flat as well. Yeah. <laughs> and I think... Um, if you can, like, improve uh, or focus... Um, this season as a flat runner like um, you always you got so many years that you can always go back to the steeple if that's the way you want to go or if we yep. think that's the right way to go um, the, the thing is um, uh, like I, I, I think um, yeah 
I'd just be interested if you just had a whole season where you focused on some speed and 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 really focused on the eight hundred and fifteen hundred now to see how low you can go. Yeah, makes sense. So with February, what else have you got planned um, into March? Um, we'll go back up to more fifteen hundred type training. Yeah. yeah. So there's a bit of a um, break between races that we've planned after Box Hill Classic. Um, so following Box Hill, there won't be a race for about two weeks, three weeks, until the Melbourne Uni Mile Champs, Milers. And then, I think, was it try and run a mile? Yeah. Yeah. I reckon try to run a mile there. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think a good goal... Um, that'll fit quite nicely into trying to get your your 1500 down to that 355-ish goal that you need to um, make under 23 nationals is to try to break 420 for the first time for the mile. Um, yeah, and if you do it, you do it. If you don't, you don't. Um, yeah. Yep, and then following that, um, do the Victorian track and field champs in the open 1500 metres and try and progress through the heats and yeah which get, i think will be fun yeah. yeah and i think um they're gonna that, that'll be a very tactical uneven race and probably very similar to your whole steigen one experience um it's probably going to be rough and uh, probably you know a bit disjointed and very uneven pacing um because everyone's trying to do as minimal as possible to get through um and then yeah. often a bit of a kick down um at the yeah. end um but yeah which will yeah um, sort of how doing eights yeah. prior to that. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and um, yeah, I, I, I think I think it'll like it depends what heat you are. Like, say you're um, the the last heat, uh, and then you know what time you have to run to get in. And sometimes those ones are a little bit quicker because um, yeah. everyone's like, oh well, if I run this time, I'll get in um, as uh, if, if I don't you know, make the top, you know, three or I'll at least get in as the fastest qualifier or something. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's hard to predict those, those championship races. Um, and then there's, there's another, um, Milers club on the 12th of March after that, which, um, I think will decide what you do, um, closer to the date. Um, last gasp. Last, bit, last uh, gasp. Yeah. yeah. So whatever, you know, if you want to do an eight or you want to do a 15, um, we'll probably decide, depending on how everything else goes. And then I suppose it'll probably be, um, yeah, more f- on to focusing on the, onto the winter and the cross-country season and whatever excites you from there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good summary um, of what's planned. Uh, yeah. Do you want to add anything else? Uh, oh, it'll be good doing the 8s and 15s with um, Lockie, who is might lean towards those events for the rest of the season or staple as well yep. and uh ned uh buxton yep who i reckon will do a pretty good eight or 15 yeah yeah i think season. um both those two those two are very talented and what excites me about the rest of the season is um now you guys are more aligned with um where you're at in terms of your focuses so I think yep. some group sessions with you three will be fun and um, you guys train well together and you always have um, and you sort of spur each other on. So 
uh, yeah, I think that, that excites me too. Like I think January for, for all three of you, we all focus on the 800. Um, and then, you know, if Locke wants to do some steeples, we can, it looks like there might be a shield, shield steeple, um, on the 1st of Feb, but I'll have a chat to him about that. And, um, uh, then obviously we'll, you know, if he really wants to do a steeple, then we'll, we'll, we'll focus more on steeple training as it gets closer to, um, the state championships and the national championships, um, um, in February and, and March. Um, and then for Ned, I, I reckon, um, yeah, if he just spends January focusing on the eight, um, have a few cracks at trying to break that 156 that he needs to go to nationals. Um, and then, uh, I think you have a re- real shot, um, you know, come the 28th of February, we can get some 1500 training into him of getting the, um, getting close to that 356, um, just with this raw speed that he's got, just going to be making sure that he, um, he's probably, they're both probably lacking a little bit of the, the base that you've got. Um, but yeah, I think they're, they're both talented enough that they can get those times. So yeah, definitely. be interesting um, watching all three of you go about it. Um, yeah. It's exciting. Um, yeah, I think we'll leave it there. Another great update. Um, well done, Jess. Oh, thank you. Nice.